Um, Hare Krishna. Um, that's a map, as you can tell, and uh, there's a reason why there's a map there because it's it's actually related to the class today. So um, first, let's go to the Bhagavatam. Uh, the Bhagavatam first. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So there is the verse we're starting with. Uh, so Krishna is leaving Hastinapur, and it is said here, Atta. Thus, or then, Duragatan. Dura means far, distant. And Agatan uh, means come. So the code of on, uh, and if you look at the first two lines, and then uh, Krishna is going to send back his friends. What happened is when Krishna left Hastinapur, his friends, the Pandavas and the royal family and so on, his sister, Subhadra, they were so attached to him that they followed him. They actually accompanied him. And at a certain point, Krishna has to tell them, look, you have to go back because you can't, you know, you can't come with me all the way to Dwarka. You have service to do here. So that's what's actually going on. And uh, so it said, Sannivartya which means turning back, making them return. So, so Krishna, Shori, Krishna's here called Shori, heroic Krishna, then he made the Kauravas go back who had Dura Agatan, who had come so far with him because Viraha Aturan, they were anxious about separation. They couldn't bear to be separated from Krishna. Therefore, when he left Hastinapur, they went with him. And and finally, Sanivartya, he had to send them back. And Dridhang firmly sneaked on, attached to him. They were very firmly uh, attached to Krishna, in love with Krishna. And so having sent them back, then Prayat, uh, Krishna then proceeded a prayat, Swanagarim, to his own city, Priyahi, with his dear companions, those who were actually supposed to be traveling with him. So one interesting thing here is that the Pandavas and their relatives are here called the Kodavas, because before the Battle of Kurukshetra, the word Kodava referred to, of course, Dhritarashtra, uh, especially Duryodhana, his brothers and allies. Uh, but the Pandavas were really Kurus. They were actually meant to rule the Kuru realm. But now that Kurukshetra is over, now that the rightful king has been seated on the throne, Yudhisthira, now the Kauravas are the Pandavas. So that's a significant change in the world scene. So Prabhupada translate this, uh, translates this out of profound affection for Lord Krishna. The Pandavas, who were of the Kuru dynasty, accompanied him a considerable distance to see him off. They were overwhelmed with the thought of future separation. The Lord, however, persuaded them to return home, and he proceeded towards Dwarka with his dear companions. So now we'll go to the next verse. Uh, 
and uh, then I'll, I'll show you the map and I'll explain why we're going to look at a map. So these are two verses, uh, 110, 34 through 35. Kuru Jangala Panchalan. Interestingly, the word jungle comes from Sanskrit, jangala. Jungle is actually Sanskrit. And when the British went to India, that's where they got the word jungle. So here we have Kuru Jangala. So the Kuru Jungle, meaning all the, the entire kingdom, here it doesn't just mean a jungle in the sense we have in English, but a forest, because most of the uh, Kuru lands, of course, were forests. So uh, here it says the province of Delhi, actually Hastinapur was uh, near what is presently the town of Meerut, a couple hours from Delhi, because we know that because the Jamuna River goes through Delhi, that was Indraprastha. The Pandavas were on the Jamuna River, whereas Hastinapur famously was on the Ganga, on the Ganges, and that is north. Hastinapur is considered to have been northeast of Delhi. So Kuru Jangala Panchala and Shuda Senan. So the Panchala kingdom, Shuda Sena, which is where the Yadus were. The capital of Shurasena, of course, is Mathura, Sajamunan with the Jamuna region, Brahmavartam, another region uh, a little bit to the north, Kurukshetra, Matsyan, that's the kingdom of Virat, Saraswatan, and uh, Saraswata is a region, uh, presumably where, the, where Saraswati flowed, and that would be up to the northwest, at the Marudanvan. Marudanvan means the dense desert, the really heavy desert. Atikramya passing over Sovira, the kingdom of Sovira, which of course is Gujarat, Avirayo, which is near there, Paran, uh, heading in that direction. Anartan, the kingdom of Dwarka. Dwarka, of course, was on an island, but the whole region is called Anarta. So here it's in the plural, the Anartas. In other words, all the regions of Anarta. Bhargava, uh, here, uh, Sutta is speaking to Shonika, and he addresses Shonika's Bhargava, which means a descendant of Brigu, in the disciplic succession of Brigu Muni. So one who's a follower of Brigu is called a Bhargava. Upagat, so the Lord proceeded, Shantavaho Managivu, and uh, the Almighty Lord Vivu, and his horses were a little tired. Shanta means tired, vaho, conveyance, uh, which here means the horses, manag, a little, you know, a little bit. They were a little tired, the horses. So I thought it would be very interesting for us to trace Krishna's trip, and that's why I prepared a map for you. See if I can make that bigger. Apparently I can't. Ugh. Anyway, I don't know if Nanda Leela, if you can make that bigger. So where the red, let's see. Oh, well, that's better. Okay, uh, let's see. Here is Hastinapur. Here is Hastinapur. And uh, up there, which just somehow is right off the map, right where the, if you can see my cursor there, that is Hastinapur. So... After the Battle of Kurukshetra, Krishna remained up here at the top in Hastinapur. 
And um, there were funeral ceremonies, kinds of counseling, grief counseling. And that was described. We went through those verses. Uh, those are described where Bhishma left his body from the bed of arrows and uh, Bhishma preached to Yudhisthira and there were funeral ceremonies and so on. So all this was going on in Kurukshetra. After Kurukshetra, everyone returned to the capital, Hastinapur. Now, the reason you have this circle here, I will explain because it actually, uh, let's see a little more light here. Uh, the reason I put that circle there is because from Hastinapur here, if you follow the cursor, I hope you can see that. If you go straight down through where it says New Delhi, if you go straight down through New Delhi, Virat Nagar, that was the kingdom of Virat, the Matsya kingdom, uh, which is, uh, we know where it was, just a little, about an hour or so north east of the modern city of Jaipur. So um, if we come all the way down here, we come to, uh, whoops, can't see it there. Uh, sorry, this is, we're definitely going to improve this next time. What was that plus sign to make it bigger? Oh, there it is. Okay, so there's Dwarka. Now, if Krishna, here's the point. If Krishna had gone straight back to Dwarka from Hasanapur, he would have followed this route here. He would have followed this route here uh, through the desert of Rajasthan and then uh, here into what is now Gujarat and all the way to the to Dwarka here. That would have been the direct route. That would have been the fastest route. But that's not what Krishna did, according to the Bhagavatam. Now, if you look at these two cities here, Ahikshetra and Kampil, actually, this was... Uh, it was uh, Kampil in, in the old days was Kampilia. Now, these two cities here, Ahikshetra and Kampil, were the capitals, respectively, of northern Panchala and southern Panchala. So up here around uh, Hastinapur, up to Kurukshetra, obviously, this was, and, and even here, this was New Delhi, this was... Um, uh, Indra Prasta. So all this was the Kuru kingdom. But when we come south here from Hastinapur, we come to Panchala, very, very important kingdom ruled by Drupada, before that by his father uh, Prashita, and before that by Drupada's grandfather Somaka. So here is the very famous Panchala kingdom. Krishna came through Panchala. And then after coming through Panchala, it's mentioned in, the, in this verse we're doing that he went to Shurasena. That's over here. Here's Mathura. This is the capital of Shurasena. And then he went to Viratnagar, and it's mentioned uh, that Krishna went um, that Krishna went into the desert, uh, Marut, into the desert, and that desert is here. You can see it right here. You can see the desert. This is all, the reason it's not green here is because this is all the desert of Rajasthan, nowadays called the Tar Desert, but it's all this. So why did Krishna do a detour? 
like this. Why did Krishna add on, uh, well, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, several days extra travel so that his, even his transcendental horses were a little tired by the time they got to Dorka. Why did Krishna lengthen his trip like this? To me, it's for a very obvious reason. Because uh, the Yadus, and this is their traditional capital, of course, the Yadus are in Dorka, but historically, for many, many generations, the Yadus were actually based in Mathura and only uh, went to Dorka when Jarasandha was attacking and Krishna built a city for them that floated on the water. And Panchala also fought on behalf of the Pandavas. Drupada Dristadyumna, who was empowered to kill Bhishma, Dristadyumna was also a Panchala. Draupadi was from Panchala. So um, you have northern and southern Panchala. You may remember that when Drona, who had serious character issues, and uh, he ordered the Pandavas and Duryodhana and those Kurus to capture Panchala, to get revenge against Drupada, who actually didn't do anything wrong. That's a, uh, anyway, that's a Hindu story that I'm going to correct in the Mahabharata. But in any case, so when Drona had his students attack, Drona ended up with half of Panchala, which of course he never went to, never ruled. It was just, it was just a money thing because, I mean, there's no record anywhere in the Mahabharata that, that Drona ever even went back there or ever ruled there. He just wanted the tax revenue. because That's what you get when you're awarded a particular kingdom like that and, and you're not really fit to rule or you have no intention of living there, you just get all the tax revenue. So it's sort of a guaranteed lifelong income. And since Drona was a Brahmin, it was a little strange that he wanted that. But in any case, the kingdom was divided. And so here you see the northern capital, Ahikshetra here, and the southern capital, Kampil. So why did Krishna make this, you know, somewhat lengthy detour, which added several days onto his trip? Because he had to comfort the uh, the relatives and the, and the and the subjects, the citizens of these kingdoms who had been close allies of Krishna and uh, whose leaders were killed. Drupada was killed, ultimately interested Yuna uh, after he killed Bhishma. And uh, there were many other sons also, uh, also from Panchala. The very important kingdom is Shikandi, Amba, in a previous life where uh, Bhishma basically ruined her life, and so she made a vow that she would kill Bhishma in her next life. She took birth as the son of Drupada here in Panchala. So Shikandi, Dristadyumna, many other sons of Drupada, Drupada himself, they were all centered here. This is Panchala, and Krishna went there to comfort the survivors to make sure the kingdom was restored that everything that there wasn't chaos there wasn't anarchy and then he went to other uh allies the yadus who uh who their homeland had been here in uh Shurasena, and probably after the battle of kurukshetra some yadus uh of course they killed each other in the sacra in the fratricidal war but there were children that would have survived so the survivors some of them might have come back here to their ancestral land 
of Mathura, Surasena, and Virat Nagar. Here we have King Virat who also fought for the Pandavas. Krishna stops there. So he's going to see all these important allies to comfort them, encourage them, make sure that the kingdoms are reestablished. Also, we should remember that Abhimanyu's wife, uh, Uttara, is from Viratnagar. Parikshit, Parikshit's mother, is from this Viratnagar. The Pandava spent one year incognito here in Viratnagar. So you see Krishna, what he does is he goes to uh, Panchala, Shurasena, and Viratnagar, three of his most important allies. He visits these places to comfort and uh, comfort them, organize their kingdoms. And having done all that, because Jaipur, even today, uh, of course, especially back then, uh, Jaipur is just on the edge of the desert. If you go to Rajasthan today, uh, Jaipur, Jaipur is right down here. It's in Devanagari. This is Jaipur here. So if you go up to the north and then a little bit to the east, this is Viratnagar. It's very close to Mathura. Uh, and uh, this kingdom, which is also called the Matsya Kingdom, was actually founded by Matsya. It was named after the founder. Matsya is very important because he is the twin brother of Satyavati, who's the mother of Vyastev. And at the time these things were going on, Satyavati was actually still alive. So that gives you a strong hint, which I'm going to explain more in my rendition of the Mahabharata, why the Pandavas went there to take shelter because these were old friends. This kingdom was founded by Satyavati's twin brother. And anyway, a lot of things could be said. So Krishna passed through here, uh, Viratnagar. He would have then basically passed through the area, which today is Jaipur. And here you can see there's a little green here. Here's Viratnagar. There's still a little green. So once you leave Viratnagar, you're really in the desert. One reason why Matsya might have chosen that place to set up his kingdom his father, of course, is Vasu, who was an emperor, and uh, because it's easily defensible, very hard to attack from the desert. For one thing, you can literally see people coming miles away. Uh, it's a very bad place to be camped out if you're laying siege to, let's say, uh, Viratnagar because there's no water. So easily defensible on the west side. And then on, and and not uh, no other major kingdoms right around in the other directions. So this is where Matsya chose to establish his kingdom, and you can see there are various geographic and climactic reasons for that. So, so after that, after Krishna visited Viratnagar, he then went more or less uh, straight to Dwarka here. So I wanted to show you that uh, the route, I think it's very interesting personally. And um, uh, so that's that. Now we'll go back to the, uh, let's see, stop screen share. Stop screen. Anyway, I'm afraid I'm going to hit a button and cause a mess here. So me and Nanda Leela could figure out how I get back to the main screen. Anyway, so, uh, okay, that's that's the complete map. Here's a larger map. Just want to take a look 
you can see Hastinapur. Here's Kurukshetra. You can see uh, the Kurus. The Pandavas, by the way, were here where it says New Delhi. That was Indraprastha. So here were the Pandavas. Here were the Kurus. And they decided we will fight the battle up here at Kurukshetra. So that's where they fought the battle. And if we, uh, these are plains, flat. It's good land for a battlefield if someone wants to fight a battle. So here you can see Panchala, Shurasena, uh, Matsya Kingdom, Virat Kingdom, and then down to Dwarka. So that should be all clear. And here's Krishna's detour in order to encourage and help his allies, his friends and devotees. So, uh, I also wanted to go back now to the verses. So we've completed that verse. And the next verse is, uh, actually maybe we will do that next week. So this is a real cliffhanger. Uh, let me see if there's any comments. Uh, let's see. Um, thank you all for watching. Lilakar, you mentioned that Bhishma ruined someone's life. What was the reason for that? That's the story of Amba. And we will uh, perhaps discuss that in another class uh, where Bhishma rejected her, even rejected her for Vichitravirya and her life was destroyed and she basically performed this extremely frighteningly severe yoga, gained tremendous power, threw herself into a sacrificial fire. Her last words as Amba were, Vadaya Bhishmasya to the killing of Bhishma. She then took birth as the son, as a son of Drupada Shikandi, who actually killed Bhishma. Suveshini. So let's see this. I'll translate it from the Spanish in various passages of the Mahabharata. It is said that Krishna's horses are uh, faster than the mind. Why didn't he uh, use that power to go to Panchal or Dwarka? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, porque quería tomar el papel de un ser humano. Because the Bhagavatam says that Krishna came and acted like a human being. Uh, that was his pastime to, to participate in human history. And so if you would have started displaying some of these powers that kind of wouldn't have been a real game. It's just like a Superman Let's say Superman uh, takes part in a football game and starts scoring like, you know, a goal every five seconds. It wouldn't be a lot of fun for everybody else. So Krishna is sort of acting like a human being here. So that's it. Uh, so I'm sorry the map was not on display for some people. Uh, I hope some of you saw it. No one else mentioned that they couldn't see the map, so I hope. Some of you did see the map. 
Okay, so thank you very much. And uh, I'm still in Chapel Hill. And I hope uh, we'll all be back together again on next Sunday. Next Sunday will be the 25th. All right, Krishna.